Let's talk about taxes. Because I did, right. I, I did, I did mention taxes, lowering taxes or right. raising taxes. You know, right. I, I do consume a lot of, I guess, left wing media and centrist media, and people would consider radical media. I don't even know how to describe it, but people <laughs> like who like modern, modern, modern. I'm MMT, modern monetary theory, whatever it is, and like yep. a lot of the common phrases. Tax the rich to pay for this. Tax the corporations to pay for this. They don't pay their fair share. I'm just like, I don't think you understand what taxing businesses means. Right. When right. you tax, like when you when you get a receipt, and you see that tax on your receipt. You go out to eat, you see the tax. That's not what you owe. That's what the business owes. Right. So when you raise taxes, who's going to pay for it? You and me. Exactly. You and me. Like yeah. I run a business. I didn't honestly, Chris. I didn't even know I could put taxes on an invoice until I sent my first invoice. I was like, "Oh wait, oh wow, they can pay for the taxes." Like yeah. I thought, I thought it was just all automatic. I was like, "Oh, this is amazing." So yeah, right. lowering taxes on businesses one I think is an excellent idea. Honestly, I think it should be. I think all businesses should be zero. Why do businesses owe taxes? Businesses on people. If, right? if, so let, let me talk to you in terms of inventory or terms of inventory. Yeah. This is what I tell people about taxes. So would you rather sell, you know, one widget and make a hundred percent on that one widget uh, and only sell it once, or would you rather sell a hundred widgets and make 1%? Well, people think about it there for a while. And I'm like, you understand it's terms of inventory. You can make way less money if you turn your inventory over and over and over again, multiple times, well, that's how it is with taxes. So, you know, there's two times where, you know, there's two periods of time where you collect, you know, taxes that it doesn't work for anybody. And that's when you have a hundred percent tax and a 0% tax. So if you have a hundred percent tax, the government ain't going to collect anything because people ain't going to do anything. Yeah, zero percent tax. <laughs> That's a great way of right. looking at it. <laughs> yeah. So if if you have zero percent tax, the government's gonna not gonna collect anything because you got zero percent tax. What we really need to do, and and nobody wants to sit down and you hear people talk about value added tax and you hear all these other there's a, there's that fine tuning. Is it twenty percent of somebody's income? Is it eighteen percent of somebody's income? And I really think we we actually I, I had a professor in economics class. And he, he probably made the most sense of any professor I had, but he's like, if you look at people's income, you know, below a certain point, you should actually get negative income. And what he meant by that is you should actually get paid by the government. So, you know, and, and we could, we did that. We did that during COVID mm-hmm. where people got stimulus checks is what they ended up doing. So the question is, and some of the European companies, countries are trying this too. Like if you make $20,000 a year, you should get an additional twenty thousand. If you make thirty thousand, you should, you know, some kind of minimum income. A, a UBI, or, UBI. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, the the jury's still out if that works. But my my bigger point is that if you crank, you know, politicians say we need to raise taxes because we need more revenue coming in, they miss the whole point about turns of inventory. Where if I was only going to be taxed at five percent of my income, I'm going to make as much as I possibly can because I'm only going to pay 5% of my tax. If I'm going to be taxed at 70% of it, my income, I'm going to be like, whoa, man, I don't need to work that hard. So, you yeah. know, I, I, I think we're in that tax adjustment period where people, again, are beginning to say, you know, how much is too much and how little is too little as far as taxes go. Anybody you talk to, 
talk to teenagers because when they get their first paycheck, oh yeah, they, they, I remember. First, all of a sudden, they're like, "I'm paying this in taxes. What what's going on?" It's like that's how the government. That's unfair. Well, you got to understand, they're taking money from you and giving it to other people. You know what really? And they're redistributing the wealth. You know what really ticked me off in the pandemic? So I live in New Jersey, but you know, I work in Times Square. So even though I didn't commute into the city for over two, almost two years, I had to pay New York City taxes. Yep, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, this is, this is some, this is some, and New York State taxes. Yeah. I was like, and New Jersey taxes. Right. Uh, this is some bullshit. It yeah. is. It made me genuinely mad. And I saw someone from Massachusetts tried suing New Hampshire. Because they worked in New Hampshire, but worked from home in Massachusetts, the court threw it out because yeah. the government's not going to throw away, give you back money. But 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 I, I think, you know, again, we're seeing this change where people are fleeing high income tax to low income tax states. They're voting with their feet. Yep. They're voting with their dollars. Yep. And, As they always have. It's the economy, yeah, stupid. And it, right. And, yeah. and yeah. yeah. And so all of a sudden the politicians are like, whoa, wait a minute. You know, we're in a bigger and bigger and bigger hole. You know, what can we do? And, and you know, so you're getting some Band-Aids on the problem. Uh, you're getting legalized gambling, which I have a whole thesis about. Uh, you know, mar- legalized marijuana is coming around the corner. Yep. Is that good or bad? I'm not going to comment. Muy bueno. Uh, what's that? Muy bueno. Right. You, you know, so uh, my only concern about legalized marijuana is we're going to replay the whole DUI thing again. Um, you know, which is going to put people in bad spots, um, you know, because, uh, you know, you don't want to be involved in that whole, you don't want to get in the system and what are they going to do? Yeah. You need, but, you, need, you need criminal form, criminal reform with legalization of marijuana, which is, right. you're not going to, you're not going to get both. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and so, you know, once again, back to taxation in the States, you know, the States are realizing we better adjust what we're doing, you know, from a tax standpoint. I mean, you know, there's a lot of people in New Jersey and New York that don't like this, but the whole salt tax, state and local tax, was capped at 10 grand. And to me, that's a win for the little guy because you had guys with 10, 20, 30 million dollar mansions, they were writing off $200,000 in taxes a year. How's that fair, you know, to the middle class is what it en- ended up being, where yeah. you got to pay your property taxes. You don't get the write off, especially you know, in New pro- Jersey. Yeah. And, and, and <laughs> they're so- killer in New Jersey. Yeah. And, and so, you know, why should, you know, and, and to be honest, that, that, that actually turned out to be a good thing. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I think, you know, kind of to sum it up on the tax situation, you need to fine tune, you know, where your state and federal taxes are, uh, because otherwise you're going to see certain states continue to lose people and other states get people. So whenever, whenever, um, I hear people talk about taxation. I feel like everyone, mostly everyone, except for you and me, of course, are is very disingenuous because when I hear Elon Musk doesn't, you pay more than tax than Elon Musk does. No, I don't. I don't. He pays property tax. He pays more sales tax than I do all of my taxes combined. He yeah. pays no income tax because he knows the legal loopholes. Now, I'm going yeah. to I'm gonna get to that in a second, but also when it comes to like tax the rich, I go, okay, if you're going ta- to talk about taxes, I need a few simple questions answered first. How much money does the government collect in taxes a year? Once you have that number, you go, okay, where is that money allocated to? How is it spent? Right. After you can answer those two questions, 
then you can have an honest discussion about whether we should raise or lower taxes. Because you pro- honestly, you probably don't need to touch taxes. You don't need to raise or lower taxes. You need to reallocate the money that's already collected. And to decrease government spending because people don't realize, I mean, or maybe they do. I mean, we've been running gigantic budget deficits. Oh, we and, know. <laughs> you know, you're, you're like, okay, we're funding all these social programs. I mean, again, this is the circle back to what we talked about at the beginning as far as management of debt. Individuals have to manage debt. Companies have to manage debt. When is the U.S. government going to manage their debt? They're not. Now, I, I keep hearing people, you know, and I get conspiracy theorists, you know, talking to me, and they're like, the whole debt system is going to collapse one day. Everything's going to collapse because there's so much debt. And I'm like, okay, let me give you the other side of that is if your house was $300,000 and you have a $200,000 mortgage, you can afford that. That's pretty good. If your house goes up to 600,000 and you have a $200,000 mortgage, that's even better. The assets have gone up in value and your debt has stayed the same. But if your debt increases to 300,000 and your house is at 700, you're still net less leverage than you were obviously before on a percentage basis. Now, I'm going to br- draw this all together. When you have government debt expanding at a rapid pace, you know, like it has been, and there's more uh, this is the old guns and butter back to, you know, you know, the economy, and what we mean by that is guns are government spending, butter is you know, you and I spending our money. If the government's spending much more money, will they don't care how much they pay for something. They don't, because uh, they've got unlimited amount of money to spend. Uh, you and I only have a certain amount of money to spend. So again, yeah, I really think, you, you know, people, are, what's that? The government's really good at spending other people's money. Exactly. And they're really and, good and at I hiding think, it too. Yes, and, and oh, absolutely, no question about it. And, and I think people are waking up to that and they're gonna say, okay, if the economy is going into a recession and things aren't doing well, we need to increase the size of government spending and, and you know, get the economy going. The economy is doing really well and the government's still spending a lot of money. That, that's like a boat anchor when you're driving across the lake in your boat and you're dragging this boat anchor, it drags the economy down. So yeah. once again, are, are, are we going to you know, have a real conversation about government spending? And let's, and let's just say, leftists, I love you out there. I love you very much. Let's just say you get everything you want. They have a, a profits windfall tax on the oil companies. They tax Elon Musk out the ass. They tax all the corporations as much as you want. They raise the income tax. They get all this money. Where do you think it's actually going to go? Because let me yeah. give you a hint. It's not going to go where you want it to go. Right, right. It's, it's not. Because otherwise, it would be there already. Right. Well, and that's why, like I said, the strong libertarianism streak is going to come from people in your generation. Because you're going to say, is it better for me to write a check to, you know, a philanthropic organization, or is it better for the government? Government to handle it. Always better for the individual to write that check because they can do more research. I can a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of charities are scams and they just embezzle the money themselves. But that's that's just that's just the way that's the way American system. That's just the way Americans are. But a lot of a lot of charities are good, and one of the things that's happening with the internet, like we just. uh, in our practice here, rather than, you know, it used to be in the RIA business at the end of the year, you'd thank your clients, you'd send them a gift basket or whatever. We started this a couple of years ago where we make a donation on our client's behalf. What a huge positive response we've gotten from people. And this year we targeted this couple. Uh, they, they put together backpacks 
you know, filled with school. They do it themselves. And they're just a small little, their own charity. They file their own 5013C. Mm-hmm. But it's it's really heartwarming to see that this couple wants to do good, you know, out there. And so, I, you know, we're going to be offering them as one, you know, entity that, uh, you know, we're going to end up giving money to. Uh, on behalf of our clients. So well, one thing we really want to do here at APS um, is we were going to have a nonprofit, but we decided against that, but we have like a donation. We have a GoFundMe right now, which is for funding. So we can fund podcasts for nonprofits, not for, for nonprofits. Oh, very cool. So like if you, like I say, you gave us $150 as a donation, that $150 would be used to give, um, to buy a microphone for a nonprofit so they can start a podcast yep. and get their voice out there. So that's something we mm-hmm. want to do. Um, Cause I love podcasting. Chris, if you can't tell you're talking for nine yeah. minutes, here. <laughs> it's just, this is what I do. And I'm going to be podcasting until the day I roll over dead and end up in the ground. And then my trillions of wealth is passed on to my kids. 